0: Hello and welcome to Drink Discussion. His name's Kieran,
1: and his name is Jason. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Jason. It's oh, been a while.
0: It has been a little while. Well, it's only been a week, really. Well, it has it. Yeah. I feel like it's been longer than that. Well, it's only been a week between episodes. Yeah. Been a bit while, Bit longer for me and you though, but for our audience, it's only been a
1: week. Are you getting this one out within a week? Yes. Oh well, good for you. Maxie I know. Big to you. Yeah. Now look, it is a. Uh, it is an important day for the world. It is. Uh, september 9th friday in australia yes. uh, which is also uh august so not soon no it's still september it's september the 8th yes uh in other parts of the world although it's night when we're recording this i think everywhere is pretty much september 9th at this point uh and look there there's something that we need to discuss uh since the last time we've seen each other i bought a sword
0: you bought a sword. I bought a sword. It's not where I thought you were going with No, that.
1: no. So I uh, went to the medieval fair with Kirsten. Ooh. Uh, we dressed up. I yes, dressed. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I bought a sword <laughs> because, <laughs> because uh, you know, you go to the medieval fair and it's the first one that they've had in a while because of the pandemic. And uh, I sort of thought to myself, yeah, I'm going to go here. I'm gonna spend some money because most of these things are like people making their own stuff and selling it. And yeah. Got some new Dungeons and Dragons dice. Got a drinking horn. Ooh. Actually, Kirsten got a really cool one that's like a magic eight ball, but it's a d twenty, so twenty sided die. But oh, each, okay, it's yeah. Like, it's got like magical, multicolored, like Ooh. rainbow liquid, and then the that's dice awesome. flies to floats to the top. <gasps> oh, nice. And, and you know what? Yeah, he was like, "Whoa, what did I roll?" And then wow.
0: Yeah. Sort of like a magic eight ball, but with twenty sides. Yes. Yeah. That's it, awesome. Not
1: just your standard yes or no. <laughs> magic evil. Um but yeah, I bought I bought a sword because I thought like when else am I going to have a sword and how else am I going to keep, you know, the religious people away from the door just a little Exactly. Get the fuck out of my house.
0: Did you know I have a sword? Um, uh no.
1: Yeah. I y- Yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, when I left my previous job, they gave it to me as a goodbye gift.
1: Oh, nice. Yes. What what kind of sword?
0: Um, it sort of looks like a samurai sort of sword. Oh, nice. The person who gave it to me, because um, they all pitched in for it, but when he was giving it to me, he said, it was very difficult to go and get this engraved because you're walking into a shopping center with, <laughs> with, a, sword <laughs> with a sword and then you're pulling that out to get it engraved. Um, I haven't looked at it in a little while, um, but I... I'll have to bring it on and show you.
1: We're going to have to have a sword day. A sword day? Yeah. That really sounds cool. like a great yeah, idea. Yeah, mine comes with a proper, like, a nice scabbard, Ooh. With, which has, like, a special, like, wooden loop that you loop yeah. through your belt and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: awesome. Yeah, mine's not as special as that. It's got little hooks I could, if I could hang something on, I could, oh, but yeah. I haven't. It's just the sword on its own, but it's still really cool.
1: cool. Maybe next medieval fair, get yourself a second sword.
0: Well, there you go. I I'm, plan, I'm planning on,
1: on getting myself, like, a little offhand dagger. Oh, just so because they just, also sell daggers.
0: Just for the small Assassin's Creed attacks that you you're planning on each week.
1: Oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, but look, we should talk about world events, and I think we're going to have different views on this because I know we've discussed this in the past. But uh, yes, uh, Queen Elizabeth II has died.
0: Yes, ninety six years old. Yeah, that's that's pretty good for an old person. Mm, it's it's very good, and as much as we do have different views on this, I'm I'm hoping, and I'm sure you will agree that. Seventy years of continuous service to a country. Yeah, no, even I, if even those people I, who don't agree. I, with I
1: do. I, do is... I don't agree with the idea of monarchy, but uh, I think it is important to point out that in her lifetime we had uh, the first female prime minister of Britain, the first female prime minister of Australia. Yes. Uh, and even though that she was born into into power, which is something I do not agree with at all, she probably a very big feminist icon not that she i don't think she ever labeled herself as that but a, a woman in power uh at that level uh particularly during the cold war and some turbulent times uh is important and uh uh you you know what uh, as she she's one of those people even uh, a lot of people today who don't agree with the monarchy were saying that it was uh good it, well, not good to see her but go but she, it, she was a a great person yeah Um,
0: she had a great sense of humor which a lot of people say as well people who worked with her people who worked for her with her family um and you've seen that in video clips yes as, as well she always had a good sense of humor i think that's probably what resonated quite a bit with some people as well
1: most likely yeah i i think that that definitely helps um now you know looking towards the future i think you know uh Not everyone's so keen on King Charles of Australia. Uh, Well, the other
0: two didn't really meet a good end, did they?
1: The other two Charleses, no. No. (laughs) no, Typically, a Charles is the sign of the end. However, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we're in the 21st century. We have, you know, uh, America's talking about going back to the moon. Maybe when we go to the moon, we should leave ideas like royalty behind us. That's, you know, do we need it?
0: Yeah, I suppose that's a, definitely a, a topic for debate. Yeah. You know, like, do we need the monarchy? But in saying that, see, for me, I do lean more towards towards that just because my family is from the UK. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just a feeling. I can't really explain it. It's just a feeling for me. See, uh, maybe with, it's with, just a sense of stability. Yeah. With, maybe with, that's it.
1: With my heritage being of the Irish persuasion, we, you know, look upon the English as, well, if it wasn't for the English starving the Irish, my family wouldn't have come out here, and I think about that every 40-degree day. And we wouldn't be making this podcast. <laughs> true, true. Uh, yes. Yeah, thanks, England, for being so shitty to my ancestors <laughs> so that we can make a podcast. Anyway, sh- uh, we look, we've covered that, that big world event, which is me getting a sword. So <laughs> uh, shall we... Uh, now, um, I believe you've gotten some drinks at the... The show, the Adelaide yes, show.
0: Yes, yes. Um, uh, actually, our whole episode today is going to revolve around the Royal Adelaide show. Mm. So, yeah, I went to the show yesterday, which was Thursday the 8th. Eighth. Yeah, with my family. Oh, my God, it is a very long day when you have a one-and-a-half-year-old who has really wants to be a bit more independent now, and she does not want to be held. She doesn't want to go in the pram. She just wants to walk around. And, and that's fine. Like I'm happy to... Follow her, But, you know, at some points it was raining, you know, she has to go in the pram mm. or she's obviously getting tired and she just doesn't want to go. But it, you know what? It was still a great day. Uh, fun overall. We went on just the one ride. You know,
1: I've, I've been around like drunk people in a similar condition. It's like, look, you're too drunk. Sit down like, no, I want to keep partying. Yeah. I imagine like drunken one year olds are very <laughs> much like in the same category. Well,
0: especially when they get overtired and she sort of got overtired. Now she only had a quick nap on the way in about 10 minutes. And we obviously woke her up because we have to get her out of the car, and she just wakes up immediately, even if you tried to get her out sleeping. And yeah, she was not a happy chappy. But look, we still had fun nonetheless. Uh, me and my wife and, and both, you got some drinks. Yeah, you, we you got some drinks. We, we got us. some drinks. We had me and my wife had a vegan burger each, twenty dollars mm. a burger.
1: Well, actually, uh, we're at the medieval fair, which is kind of like the show for nerds. Uh, Kirsten and I also had a, not a vegan burger, but we both had like a really great burger. They had a bunch of food trucks. We had a really great burger. Not nice. the most medieval food, but hey. We hey,
0: if you still had a great burger, it's worth talking about Yeah
1: Well, why don't we get into our first drink and talk about that Let's do it So Jason, what do you have there?
0: Um, I have some gin here. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Yes. Ginny, gin, gin. Ginny, gin, gin. I see it's got like a, a nice plastic wrapper on it. Would you want to undo that for the microphone? Yeah. For, for the ASMR people. Look, I do, do
0: apologize. I'm hoping this will work. I've just found a little. I think it's like a little peel towel. Oh. Oh, I banged it. I'll crackle it for you. There you go. Yeah. Now, now,
1: scrunch up some paper for the audience. <laughs> oh, now keep going. Now
0: take your socks off slowly up against the microphone.
1: No, my wife tells me my feet stink. I don't really have a sense of smell, so I don't, I can't. I can't vouch for that. You know.
2: <laughs>
0: well, look. Um, before we get into this, I might give this to you. You're you're good at finalising the opening. Now that might have a pop. So interrupt me if it does have a pop because it looks like a pop top. Is it opening? Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. Ready
1: for it? Oh, nice! Um, I do like a little cork stopper on the top. Yes, that's that's nice. All Um, right. Now a little bit splashed on my hand, and I don't want to smell it because this is your 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 pour. You know. Yeah. All
0: right. Now before we open, uh, actually have a drink of that. I want to just talk a little bit about the show. Yep. Uh, Just a couple of dot points. So obviously, uh, Royal Adelaide Show running since 1839. So 181
1: years, with the exception of the pandemic.
0: With with the exception of the pandemic. Now, well, it doesn't say that on their website, so I'm just assuming it's been. Going for one hundred and thirty-one years, or 100, sorry, one hundred and eighty-one years, in general, or whether they're excluding the two years of the pandemic. But um, talking of the pandemic, this year is actually the first year it's been held since COVID. So we've had two years of no show. Yeah, uh, last year they canned it about two weeks beforehand, just because the state government uh, but, uh, set a limit on how many people could go in and it didn't and it work was just financially.
1: Gonna, yeah. uh, and I think, you know, they can keep their record um, because I'm personally sort of counting the years, as you know, it went 2019 and then it went 2022 because 2020 and 2021, like, they, they were such non-events of years. They they're just they
0: just sort of merged, didn't they, just mm, up and down yep. all over the place. Um, But something that I did find interesting, it was originally actually held within the city area.
1: Within one of the squares, I'm Um, assuming?
0: uh, Yeah, I'd say so. Um, But then it shifted to the land next to the Botanical Gardens. um, And then when the University of Adelaide expanded in 1925, that's when it moved to Wayville, to the Wayville Showgrounds where it is today.
1: And uh, did you know that the Wayville Showgrounds used to also be used for motor racing?
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, until some people got all uppity about too many loud cars. So now if you want to do motor racing, you have to wait for one time when they do the 500 or go out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. It's like those people who build houses next to pubs with rock bands and they go like, oh, it's too loud. The rock band's keeping me awake. Don't buy a fucking house. Or
0: people who build next to an airport or buy a home next to an airport.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, it's too loud. It's you like, know what the you best literally thing
0: about... bought a home next to the
1: airport. Well, you knew what you were doing. Well, when we first met, I was living out in, uh, uh, Kirsten and I were living in Woodville North. Yeah. You know what was really good about that? Living not too far from the airport. Yeah. super, like, $5 Uber. Mwah. Yeah, perfect. For Brilliant. The it, yeah.
0: Now with inflation, it's probably like $55,
1: but you know, whatever. And and a couple more zeros. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fifty-five thousand Uber <laughs> to the airport for my one million dollar economy flight. <laughs> oh no, thank you. Anyway, so um so you got this gin at the show. Yes. So our first drink
0: this evening is from Threefold Distilling.
1: It's so, interesting because that bottle isn't it folded once.
0: Well, there's three lines on here. Ooh. And there's three ingredients. Okay. Three fold distilling, oh. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
1: So, what are the ingredients, or are you going to make me taste and guess? Um, no, I'll, I'll
0: I'll tell you, okay. just because then you can really sort of hone in on those flavors. So, yeah. um, so started in 2019 by three friends. Um, I actually met one of the co-owners and the co-founders uh, named Aiden at the show. He had a chat to me about their gins. Uh, they are based in Glenelg East. Here in South Australia So not far If you live within SA That's maybe half an hour Depending on which direction you're coming from Around the city limits area Uh, So it is quite close Uh, Today we're having the aromatic gin which, Which consists of grapefruit, rosemary and lavender tasting notes Okay Yeah They're not things I would normally put together No, but I tried it at the show And I quite enjoyed
1: it Now do you want me to pop open this bottle of tonic?
0: Uh, yes, please, if you wouldn't mind. And whilst you do that, I'll just let you know that they also do a Summer Harvest Raspberry Gin, a Mediterranean gin, which uh, actually has olive tasting notes in it. And well, I'm not I'll let Olive of... know.
1: Hey? I'll let Olive know. <laughs> I don't get it. Olive is a woman's name sometimes. Ah, okay So I was like, I'll let Olive know For the tasting notes that are obviously for her Oh, okay So a Olive joke tasting... is kind of like two stories Oh, okay right? get, I'm getting <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it now
0: Good one If I got it first up, that's great But yeah, I, thanks, didn't, thanks. Yeah, I did Yeah, I didn't, didn't get it, did yeah. I? <laughs> what
1: the fuck See, I feel like that's a classic dad joke and But you're the dad So, although I've been a dog dad for a while so Yeah, so if,
0: I've got to catch up yeah, yeah, yeah Are you saying my daughter's a dog?
1: Can she shake? Yes Can she sit? Yes Can she wait? No. Well, I'm afraid your daughter's not quite as good as a dog yet.
0: Should I throw this at you across the room?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, there will become as Look, I I think, you know, once your daughter reaches maybe, what, three, then she will surpass dog levels. (laughs) Like, to be fair, dogs have a shorter lifespan, so they've got to learn things quicker.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to keep going
1: hey, So hey. they or they also do
0: coconut gin Where they infuse the coconut into the gin uh, They have an Australian cello And one called GSM Which is gin, shiraz, and morderve M- Morderve? Spell it for me um, M-O-U-R-V-E-D-R-E um, It's a high alcohol content type of grape um, It's also called Mataro or Monstrel Okay, so the, they're probably so good. it's a wine gin. It's a wine, a wine grape. Well, well, that's a well. That GSM, yeah, is a it's a, it's a winey gin. Is a winey gin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the website also has recipe page for cocktails, uh, which is I always find great I, when a place does that because I do like and especially you, if they're unique.
1: Yeah, and then you can you
0: you go buy something from there, but and you really enjoy being like, what am I gonna make it with? But and and, and, and they if, the, if they and if they've
1: got cocktails for their specific you know variety of gin with their specific flavors, that's uh special, you know, that's that's something a bit different.
0: That's exactly right. Now I didn't use a te- like a, a size porous, so I may have given us quite a large portion of
1: gin. Y- you know what? After the week I've had, I need it. <laughs> And that is the worst pour of tonic I have ever seen. So uh, do you, just you want the, the stronger one or the less stronger one? I'll take the strong one. Like, uh, uh, So just so you know, Jason poured two thirds of a small bottle of tonic into his glass <laughs> and one third into mine. <laughs> uh, so sorry. <laughs> I, as soon as you finished that first pour, I was like, that, it's a small bottle. Like those fever tree gin bottles yeah, are mate, small. Good I, thing you did
0: bring two. Do you want me to go get the other one?
1: No, because we've got two more drinks to get through.
0: Yeah, but we only needed the tonic for this one. Oh, That's why I said only bring one But my right. pouring is really okay. bad okay. So. so we're doing like a multi It's a multi one, yeah, oh. just because we're doing things from the show
1: Okay, cool Well, you know what, I'll just have it as it is And if it needs more, I'll go grab it Alright,
0: well let's chink it and sink it
1: Oh okay. my god, I need the fucking I need the tonic <laughs> I'll go get it for you
0: We'll have a brief interlude
1: Interlude Oh god While Jason's leaving like i'm sure this gin is good but he poured way too much of it in the glass and not enough tonic <sighs> no, no it's not it's not that bad like it, it's just very heavily alcohol and, and it's a bit hard to uh try and taste anything when when you don't have enough tonic to balance it out other jason's returned valiantly um are these twist tops uh,
0: yeah they should be twist tops
1: wait are they I don't know. I used the bottle opener for it. Yeah. No. No. I No. That they bottle opener. Oh
0: yeah. I use that. It's just, oh, it works. How awesome.
1: Do you want to top up on yours?
0: Yeah, a little bit, please.
1: Did you go a bit too hard on yours as well?
0: Uh, no, but I probably didn't need. Actually, I don't know. That's probably no, 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 no. That's too much tonic now. I don't want any more. All
1: right. Now, I get, now I can have a proper taste. Oh, and I'm back at the microphone. There we go. So. I got their little card oh, Now that's a balanced drink And not just pure alcohol <laughs> in my mouth
0: Sorry about that I'll measure it out better I'm still learning I would gin. like to say
1: that my reaction Is not a reflection on threefold No It was a reflection on my on podcast not. partner's Poor pouring skills Yeah
0: it was pretty shocking Because it, First thoughts First thoughts Come on Um, about,
1: Are you a I mean, tro- are Sorry you a, are Let's you, go second no, thoughts sorry. First thoughts Are you a tropical fruit? Because you're a poor pour?
0: Yeah, no, I deserve that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and also, uh Lucas Popolyman, the sponsor of today's show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See
0: those little red things? You can have one too. Y-
1: yes. Um look, uh there's some there's some nice flavors in there. Uh I'm definitely getting so it was uh, it was rosemary and lavender was the other two notes outside of the grapefruit. Correct. Uh I think I'm getting rosemary as my like the prime one for me.
0: I'd have to agree with that. Is yeah. I'm like, getting a little hint of grapefruit, but yeah, rosemary is the prime fi- yeah, one Yeah, I'm finding
1: getting. the citrus is on like the back end. It's mm-hmm. a, it's an aftertaste thing. It's it's good. It's yeah. good, but it's uh yeah on the back end.
0: Yeah, well, I've got their little card that um a lot of places tend to do nowadays with the gin on it. A little bit about the gin. So I'm just going to read what's on the back here. Uh, Set the scene, a seasonable companion, and a year-round favorite. Aromatic gin is made for moments with good company, sunshine, and relaxed vibes. Juniper and citrus lay the foundation for rosemary, lavender, pink pepper and pepperberry To deliver a vicacious gin that is true to its name
1: Okay, so there's pepperberry too
0: Yeah, it looks like there's a little bit more no, in there I'm, I'm
1: getting... I, the pepper is certainly that is certainly present for me
0: Yeah uh, Create the vibe Charmingly aromatic and inspired by the outdoors Lives its best life with your favourite tonic Grapefruit and rosemary uh, there's Made a, for the moment th-
1: There's the problem Our favourite tonic I think we discovered when we did gin the first time That the Aldi tonic was the better
0: one (laughs) I know, but I forgot the tonic So you brought Fever Tree
1: Which was still left over from (laughs) From
0: that episode Because you went to buy What was it, a four pack And came out with like a 24 pack
1: Well, I I decided to buy it at Costco Like a good human (laughs) You you know what, while we're we're in the middle of this drink And and sampling it I think it's time for me to tell you about something else I've been doing lately What have you been up to? Well, I've been uh, creating things with my 3D printer.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, what have you created? Do um, so you want me to say that more seductively? No. No, no. I'm going to uh, say um, it more seductively anyway. Oh, what have you been creating?
1: This is a Christian podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been creating? No, I, Christianity. So, no. Um, so I'm uh, going to be running a game soon. Uh, so, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, where yes. people pretend to be stuff. Uh, someone made like a Star Wars version of it, so oh, I'm wow. so I'm printing out little minis for that, and so to test it out, I wanted to print out like R2D2, but he's like crack crackhead R2D2 with all these like parts flying out. Oh wow! But that didn't print properly, and sometimes it, like prints fail, and that's something yeah. you've got to do with. I printed two battle droids that c- came out pretty good. You know the whole Roger Roger type. Yeah, and uh, Roger Roger. Yes, I also printed out a BB-8 Roger. model, which looks pretty good, which uh, was... Uh, so you had to print
0: out seven other BB-8s before you got to that one? No, actually, I <laughs> I, I, I did one. That was my dad joke, get it? Because seven, uh, you print yeah. a 8 Yeah,
1: yeah. So here's a photo. I mean, it's not much, but my thumb's there for sale. They're pretty small. I'm not
0: I'm not going to lie. I saw that one. What the fuck? Are you, oh, that's your thumb. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been... Are I've oh, they really cool? Yeah. That came out quite well. Yeah. So you bought a 3D
1: printer? Yes. Got it for like uh, under
0: $200. Marketplace?
1: No. Um. Off their website, they were just having a sale. Oh, wow. I got it just before the end of financial year, but I've only recently started using it. So it's a resin 3D printer. So you know the normal ones where they've got that like filament, that like fishing yeah. line. So this one is like a liquid one and it dips a plate into it and it uses UV light to harden certain areas and then the plate lifts out redunks in the liquid hardens more liquid and so on and so on oh that's awesome until it develops those shapes yeah so i've got i've got two battle droids which now i need to paint
0: oh so you still gotta paint them yeah you I'm can not... get the paint from those like warhammer stores though Oh
1: well, yeah you? i've got a friend who already has that stuff so i'm just gonna borrow his and he's big on that so yeah gonna do that attach them to a little base you know mm. that's awesome might use them as an enemy in my game might just use them as like and there's just two battle droids there, just hanging out hanging <laughs> <in the
0: drink. laughs> you can't attack them they can't attack but you it's just part of the storyline
1: i gotta say 3d printing so far like with those two it was like finally i've got something to work but it can be a frustrating thing of like trying this and trying that like i one of the things i tried to print out was a c3po and like the legs didn't quite work so like the rest of him is good but he's got no legs and it's like (laughs) oh well like this is good for like if i want like a like here's a dead robot uh,
0: (laughs) here's a dead c3 no o because he hasn't got legs
1: and apparently no p either Yep, (laughs) so just c3 yeah just c3 it takes a about hour hour and a half to print that and there's also a droid oh no i printed both of them at once like next to each other oh okay uh, but they're actually like attached to because there's bits that are like sort of floating in the air there's like support trees that you like just pull away yeah like that because you've got to print them as well to hold it up you can't just start printing in midair you got to print on top of something alright yeah huh. it's, a, it's a really interesting thing I've been learning a lot about I guess just how objects work. I know yeah. that sounds pretty basic, but it's but y- like, you, you don't it, usually think about this kind of stuff.
0: No, but, but you have to if you're physically printing yeah. an item yes. from from nothing, basically.
1: Yep. Wow, that's that's incredible. Yeah. So I. I've, I've so you're going to
0: use them for like more like you've, you map games that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, talking games and things, I'm doing something new too.
1: Oh, what's that?
0: I am trying a new hobby.
1: And that hobby is
0: well I am going to try map making. Cartography as a hobby? No, not quite like that, no. It's uh, an online website Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name because it's really hard to pronounce It's like I- Icaranus or something like that um, I'll ha- I will remember it eventually. I've only just started and you can create maps on there. So you start with a blank, it's all water then you can create the land, you can put in the Mountains, And they've got little templates of little pictures of uh, buildings and oh, that's cool. planes and trees and ships and all that sort of stuff. So I actually spoke to your wife recently and asked her a little oh. bit about what you guys do in terms of when you use a map. Because I wanted to try make a map that you guys might be able to use. And see if it's any any worth anything. Like well, if it actually works. Yeah, yeah. Because then oh, well, that'll I've, help me I've, understand. I mean, how Kirsten's the great work. at
1: Dungeons and Dragons stuff, but as far as knowing where she is on a map, absolutely terrible. She, <laughs> I call her. You call her. like she's on her way home. I'm making dinner. It's like, oh, how close are you? It's like, oh yeah. I'm just. I'm. I'm near the. the you know the thing. Like, anything can be the thing, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm very interested to see your maps. Well, you... I I'll see if I've got one.
0: I'm pretty sure I still have one in here.
1: You know what I've always wanted? I want, like, an interactive globe with, like, a slider that you can slide it back and forth for the different years and see, like, the borders change and shit.
0: Actually, that would be really awesome. Yeah. Oh, here you go. That was real quick. I did that, r- like, real quickly. The other day I was talking to a friend.
1: I- I'm getting a bit of a Zelda vibe.
0: Yeah? Like You d- zoom in. It's actually decent quality, too. Um, and you can upgrade to 4K. Wow. Yeah, that, that's that's and cool, that man. was a free service. So I'm going to give it a whirl and see how and it just comes fiddle out. Fiddle
1: around with making some fictional maps.
0: Yeah, and then see if they're actually of any use to anybody. Just trying out an, a new hobby and some of the names I got were used through a random name generator online for like Those fancy things are names. so useful. Like uh,
1: you, you, you can't make up a name for everything. Yeah, like you know? oh, I, I,
0: can't, I found Scarsville. Like I've got Scarsfield Plains, Mergogoth. Is one, yeah, this is the... Pretty
1: sure that's Welsh for, like, hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: probably. Uh, and then I just named it the Wakura Kingdom. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, just nice. something a little bit interesting to try, something different. Um, yeah, I just happened, funnily enough, I came across that on TikTok. Ah, oh, nice. And that's how I found out about it. Oh.
1: Well, you know what isn't fictional? This drink. Yes. So, what are your thoughts on the drink, Jason?
0: Well... I can tell you my thoughts because I bought, went ahead and bought it.
1: Oh, so you've already had this drink? I've,
0: yeah, I've had this drink. I I was sufficiently buzzing by the time Although, I finished that, that the shot. Although that being show. said,
1: I brought I, I was gonna tut 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 you, but uh, I, I've done that before. You know, I I've, yes, yeah,
0: and I've inadvertently bought the same drink at least twice now for us.
1: Yeah, uh, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, no. So, so I'm still winning in that category.
0: Yeah, you're still winning there. But no, I I really quite enjoyed this um, as gins go.
1: Yeah, I, would you say you're normally a gin guy? You know, I never used to be,
0: and then we started doing this podcast, and you started bringing on gins, and we've had a couple of gin episodes, and I'm getting a bit more of a taste for it, Mm. so I have been more wanting to try gin, have different gins, Um, so I am developing a taste for it.
1: For me, I I do enjoy a gin, but I'm more of your, I guess, I want to say regular, I'm not sure if that's the right word, but just non-flavoured gin, but for a flavoured gin, this is pretty nice. Yeah, it's really nice, isn't it? It's It it, it seems to be subtle, but also forward. You know, it, it, it is what it needs to be. Uh, we might have just also picked the perfect tonic to balance it with, because as much as Fever Tree isn't my favourite tonic, sometimes, you know, you blend two things together and they work better than two other things blended together.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But... Um if I had to rate this out of 10...
1: Well, uh, how many a- out of 10 Birdie Beetle show bags are you going to give it, seeing as it's from the show?
0: I'm going to give it nine. Nine? Yeah, this is a really
1: nice gin.
0: Now, again, for those who are new listeners, because you prefer listening to us in better sound quality now, which yes. is understandable.
1: Welcome to the... But Welcome. If, you, if you're listening to us and you've only started on the last couple of episodes, you can go back and, like, that's good for our play count, but... Like, maybe just put it on and then turn your speakers off and go to sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> help us out. But don't listen to the poor quality. Although there is some great stuff and some great people that we've had on.
0: Exactly. So still go back and listen. But yeah, if you're only just joining us now, um, listening in, we don't tend to rate these just, like, out of the overall basis. We rate them on how we feel in the moment. And if it's going to be a 10, it ticks has to tick a bazillion boxes So it's very rare that we do rate a 10 And it's not based I, on... I,
1: I've always felt that when when something's a 10 I will know it from the first sip
0: Exactly, so if I'm rating a 9 That's pretty much our 10
1: Well, so one of the things I, I used to do Is I used to judge a cappella contests out of, And, you know, you judge Each song out of a hundred uh, I never gave a hundred But I have seen stuff That was, like, pretty Damn close in yeah. my life and, and when you see something that's that good, you just know it. And my the way that I would judge at 100 is, you know, oh, is there anything I could say that would improve this? Is there anything that can improve this? And if the answer is no, then it's 100. Although sometimes is is there anything that can improve this? No, nope. they're just shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but uh, this for me, uh, I'm not going to go as high as you. I think this is still a great gin. I'm going to say this is an 8 for me. Uh, I feel this is something that I might still have. still silver,
0: still a silver. Oh. I've gone for gold.
1: I, I would say this is still a gold drink. However, I think for me this is one thing, something that I would have one glass of, but I would go something different for the second. This is something I would try and I would enjoy. And you pour the proper amount with the proper tonic. That too, but I don't think this is going to be something that I would go like I'm going to spend my whole night only having this. Yeah. This is this is like a. It's like one of those hop on hop off uh, tours internationally. It's like you go out, you check something out that's really cool, then you get back on the bus. This is something really cool to check out, then you get back on the bus. So this for me is a this a it's a solid eight.
0: Well, yeah, it's a relaxed vibes drink. You don't want to go too hard on it.
1: No. Anyway, so we've got a pretty strong gin to start off from yeah. Threefold Distilling. Let's well, finish
0: this up and
1: move on to, to the, the, next the next drink. drink. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Refreshments will be served because Jason's just brought in two aeroplane sized cans. I have. Are they cute? Yeah. Look would you like one? I, I I guess so. they are a little small. They are. So so yeah, that's that's why I decided to do that intro. I, I still haven't really looked at what they are, but these are aeroplanes so actually the like I feel like this is about baseball sized in terms of the way it fits in my hand. Mm-hmm. Feel like this is good. Like, if I was going. Qantas
0: won't know these are missing.
1: Oh, well, look, Qantas doesn't know its ass from its elbow at this point. (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) if if I was one to yeet a can at another person, this is the perfect yeeting It is. It's
0: sort of like got that where you'd let it go and use the top two fingers to just really give it that extra oomph at the last second there. And a bit of spin. Yeah, a bit of a fucking.
1: Yeah. So, uh, what have we got here? This is from
0: Blend Etiquette. This is the Little Bitter. Plum and tonic, so we don't need tonic. This is already done.
1: Oh, great! So it's not going to completely fuck up my day. No, <laughs> with, not, with, because I do a bad pour.
0: No, we should, maybe I should make stick to these more often. <laughs> so
1: this is another gin, I'm guessing.
0: It is. So give you a little background on blend etiquette. This is another one that I found at the Royal Show. Um, lovely guy, He was he was so nice to talk to, um, and I had a try of a couple of the other gins. Um, but I had spent a lot of money already that day Just getting into the show and, you know, show prices for food So I just went Ooh, with yeah. the, the, the smaller pack And this is, comes in a pack of four Actually, just on a side note, with the pack of four What was fucking really great to see You know how a lot of um, drink cans still come with the, the hard plastic For all four connected to it? Oh yeah Because um, that's obviously re- hard plastic can be recycled yeah. Just didn't have that It had cardboard. It was such a So, like a cardboard on top? Cardboard topper. So, I could just put that straight in the green bin.
1: Oh, nice. Which was great. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah.
0: So, this is Blend Etiquette. Um, They started in 1992 when Bill and Lynn Lark launched the first Aussie distillery to produce single malt spirits in Tasmania in 154 years. Wow. Yeah. So, that's a really long time. Um, In 2006, John, who is uh, Bill's brother, along with Sarah Lark, I'm assuming a family relative or member, uh, launched the first Aussie distillery dedicated to just gin. Then in 2016, Lyndon Lark, uh, which is John's son, which I believe Lyndon is the gentleman I met at the show, uh, started Australia's second tonic syrup business called Snake Oil Tonic Syrup. And they actually had exactly the same size cans, but just for the tonic. And which he was using to, to, um, with the gins, that I was trying. Uh, that was really nice tonic, by the way. Wow. Um, in 2017, uh, they hired a lady by the name of Jordan Ellis, and she joined from Ki Spirits. And then by 2018, Lyndon and Jordan had launched the, another distillery called Pangolin Gin. And then in 2019, they sh-
1: realised that the pangolin was one of the causes of the COVID 19 pandemic uh, <laughs> and regretted that name. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, specifically right at Christmas time when it was kicking off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, by 2019 they actually won the International Wine and Spirits Competition in London for their O Gin. Wow, like that's... as in like O Day, o but O Gin, Ogin, yeah. yeah, yeah, which was really cool. So yeah. I I spoke with Lyndon at the Adelaide show, and although they produce mainly um, gin products, they also produce the next little drink that we're having here, which is right. the gin and the tonic. Right, Together. so I,
1: I'm just like slowly turning over the can because I want to make sure it's nice and mixed in. Shall we uh, crack these open yeah. in sync?
0: I'm, I'm hoping since they're such a small little like airplane size, it's going to make a long, a uh, nice pop. So let's,
1: shall we? Shall we sync it? Yeah. One, two, three.
0: Ooh, that was nice. Oh, look at that audio. That uh, was, uh, yeah, that was great. All
1: right, let's, so uh, you can
0: either put it in your glass or we can drink straight out of the I'm can. I'm just gonna, uh, out of the can. All right, uh, out of the can it is.
1: Wow, that did not uh, make any clink make it at all. No, no, no I didn't. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, there's enough to nice taste on that. How nice is that? I'm getting like fruity at the front and then licorice at the back. Like a mullet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's a mix of their little bitter plum gin and the Mischief Brews tonic number 2.
1: Look, the 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 bitterness is there but not it's not like in your face bitter. It's it's a nice bitterness.
0: It oh, is really really nice though, isn't it?
1: When someone says a beer is fruity, this is what I want it to be.
0: Yeah, no, that's a really good point.
1: Not that so fucking hoppy got... hipster shit.
0: <laughs> so, uh, it's blood orange, satsuma plum. Uh,
1: satsuma is Mandarin for
0: Australians.
1: Gentiation
0: root? Gentation root?
1: Is that how you say it on the back there? Um, Gentian? Gentian?
0: Gentian root or gentation is where Aussie, Um, cardamom, nutmeg, and strawberry gum.
1: I thought that G was a C. Um,
0: Yeah. Oh, that's why you were doing like. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I was like, it's a G. Like, how are you pronouncing it? What was actually really great about Blend Etiquette, they also offer contract distilling. Do you know what contract distilling
1: is? Uh. Distilling, but on a contract, like short batch runs, yep. hiring out their facilities and such.
0: That's exactly what it is. So they oh, nice. offer that to help other businesses with small batch runs um, by offering out contract distilling, which is really cool, like to just be able to offer that service. Like if you don't have the ability to do gin, like if you, you know that like some breweries do a gin, like one or two gins.
1: Yeah, yeah, they'll try something out. Yeah, yeah,
0: or a winery will do one or two gins as well. It's it, They give it a whirl by... I suppose going to these guys Offering out contract stilling, Which is yeah, really no. awesome
1: Yeah it's always good To try something different Yeah Diversify a bit mm, So
0: you're enjoying this?
1: Oh it is quite nice um, You know what else I've been enjoying lately? What? A uh, couple of shows On Disney Plus Oh um, So now Would you describe me As a sporty person? Mm, no Yes that is correct Okay good uh, So one of the things I've been watching Is a uh, sort of Docu-series Called Welcome to Wrexham so, Rectum. Rexham. Rectum. Rexham. Rectum. Rex. Reck. Ham. Tum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Welcome to Rexham is a series about um, Ryan Reynolds and Rob, Rob McElhenney uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, they bought a English soccer team, and it's about them trying to help that soccer team back into the top leagues because I didn't realise this until I watched the English documentary, all of like the teams that play in England if you win your league you go up into the next league and yes. So on and so
0: on. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's actually kind of confusing. I don't quite understand it. But yeah. So so there's like there's have. like there's like a pyramid, right? Yeah. And,
1: and the Champions League is at the top. The Premier League is below that. Then they have like League One, League Two. Yes. And then I think they've, I can't remember what they are called but so like, you co- can also drop back down. Too. Yeah. If you're on the you, bottom four. Yeah. So their team is in the national league so it's in the it's like the lowest level of professional football so a lot of these people like they've you know they're good and like they'll beat any average joe but they'll never be on like the olympic side or anything like that and this is a team that used to be in the top leagues but until it's from they're a team from the mining town in the 80s so Mm -hmm. uh when margaret thatcher came in their town was destroyed and (laughs) the team went down So they bought this team with the aim of building it back up, and it has been thrilling. Like I'm still not a soccer fan, but watching them sort of like try to uh, build this thing up, and you know, both both the you know these two celebrity actors basically said like, yeah, look, we're both from like working class backgrounds, and this is a working class town. Um, we want to you know give these people something to believe in, and also you know make a bit of money investing in a sports team. Nice. So that's really good. The other thing I've been watching, which has caused a bit of controversy lately, is uh, Shulk. What's that? Oh, She-Hulk.
0: Oh, She-Hulk. I just kind oh, of... we've been watching Shulk. that too.
1: Yeah. I
0: actually quite enjoy it. So... I wasn't sure on it because I knew it had a different take, but then, you know, you just push the critics and the haters aside and you watch it
1: yourself and you're like, I actually quite enjoy this. So the thing that seemed to get a lot of the criticism lately was the She-Hulk twerking scene. Oh, what gives a shit? Now, now here's the thing, Right. I don't even think it's not really properly part of the episode. It happens in a post-credit scene, and you know sometimes post-credit scenes, yeah, they count and they matter and they're important. Like you know when you know Nick Fury comes out at the end of the first Iron Man and goes like you know there's there's a lot more and that's sort of the first intro into the broader MCU. Yeah. And this is just like okay, so this particular like musician was featured in the case, and now she's like they're twerking together to one of her songs it's like. It's not really part of the episode. Like, it, it doesn't have any impact on the broader Marvel Cinematic Universe. No,
0: it, it's just a bit of fun.
1: Now, here's here's the other thing. Uh, someone pointed out online...
0: Uh, spoilers, by the way, for those listening.
1: The, although, by the time this goes out, the episode will... Have
0: There's to be. already three or four episodes. Yeah. So, if you don't plan on watching it, who gives a shit? Yeah. But if you've already started, And, and you sorry. should have picked
1: it up by the time that we talked about She-Hulk. Yeah. And switched off. Or gone and watched the episode yes. and come back to our cast. So, uh... She, yeah, there's other things in the MCU like in the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, uh, Baron Zemo is dancing at a nightclub. Yeah. Uh, in Iron Man Two, Iron Man pisses in his own suit. Like you know, yeah. is She Hulk twerking really like the no. worst thing that anyone's ever done? No, it's not. You know, there's there's whole things in like Avengers Endgame about Captain America having America's ass. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, and uh, so, like. But here's the thing: all those other examples I pointed out that aren't a big deal, they're male characters, right? Exactly. So She-Hulk does it, and it's like, oh, female What's character twerking is ruining a... the f- the feminists are taking over. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. They're not no. Ah, oh, god
0: Just let her have the show. It's a great show. Yeah. No problem with it.
1: Oh, it's I, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Still haven't watched the new Thor though.
0: We, see, you know what? Um, it's something. Um, this that movie the newest thor movie thor love and thunder isn't it yeah love and thunder yep is the only marvel film that me and my wife have not seen in the cinema really yes normally we have seen every single other marvel film and that includes all the spider-mans and you know when they moved into and merged them into the marvel universe a bit better we have not seen that one we've seen every other one we just could not get to the cinema with a, with a you young also child. Have a child yeah but uh, yeah every other one we've managed even with the child but this one we just could not get there and i'm, yeah. I'm genuinely i'm a little bit gutted
1: i went to see dr strange in the cinema and that one like it was good but it wasn't what i was expecting mm. i was expecting more multiverses rather than just like like three or four.
0: <laughs> oh yeah what just sort of spinning through a couple of them the paint one was interesting spoilers yeah, look, there's again a, by there's a the lot way.
1: of interesting multiverses i do
0: like that line in the paint one Will we paint at one stage? Yes, and trust me, you
1: don't want to find something to eat in there. <laughs> mm. Did remind me of. Uh, did you ever see the uh, like two thousand and six or seven Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie?
0: Yes, it's a great film.
1: Yeah, so it re- just when they went through the paint universe, it reminded me of like when they spun up the ships. Um, improbability drive, <laughs> and then they come out, and they're all like wool and shit, yeah. and, like, and Arthur Dent throws up like just multicolored cotton wool. And then when he reverts to being human, he's still pulling a bit of wool <laughs> out of his mouth.
0: One of my favorite lines out of out of that film is, "The pop plant had the same had the same train of thought." We don't
1: have time for that. Oh to- no, not again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like,
0: oh, what am I? A whale. I make a noise. What is that? Oh, what, is, what this? is that? I'm whoosh. still going to call it a tail. It's a tail, yeah. It's a tail. What is that? Whoosh, a whoosh. I'm going to call that air. What? That's a big, round, flat, solid ground. I'm gonna call it ground. Hello, ground. <laughs> I <laughs> hope it's friendly, yeah. So,
1: you know, interesting thing about the Hitchhiker's Guide. Do you know what its original format was? Uh, isn't it a comic? No, that's not its original format.
0: Ah, okay. Well my other thought would be like a, a radio show.
1: Yes. So it was originally a radio play. Wow, that's awesome. And then it was a book, and then it was like a eighties series, and then they made that film. But yeah, it was originally a radio play and I remember um dad found like a bunch of them on like cassette at the ABC shop in the early two thousands and he just got them and we would listen to them and they were like really cool. It, it, I just really enjoyed it That's awesome
0: Yeah well, With enjoying things I do want to show you one thing Before we just come back to this drink Which, by the way, is still quite amazing that mm. it, I'm getting a bit more citrus the more mm, I get into it Yeah, it's quite yeah. nice, isn't it? Um, I just want to show you something So at the show um, There's obviously a lot of different vendors And companies and people selling stuff and yep. Some interesting things when you get into The more technological side So there was a new Kia that was there that had the entire dash was a computer screen. Wow. Yeah, it was Although
1: I I feel like they should change their brand name because every time I hear the name Kia Car, I think, what, you want me to just key this car? (laughs) No, don't. (laughs) Don't key a car. Um,
0: But, yeah, so there was the technological side, so there was, like, ladders and there's people selling beds and homewares and other stuff and, like, health insurance. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. There was one company there called...
1: Iris photo Does it take a photo of like your deep eye?
0: Yes it takes a photo of the iris of your eye So you see the colour of your eye Now For those listening and for those who haven't met me I'm not sure if you can tell Kieran But my right eye
1: You've got heterochromia
0: It it has a different colour Yeah portion. So, so hetero- yeah, heterochromia Yeah, I don't know what that is
1: uh, Well, according to uh, 28 weeks later It means you're immune to the zombie virus
0: There you go so I always, I never get to see it apart from looking in a mirror Like I've always wanted to see it a bit better Yeah. Obviously the person with the fucking eyeball, I can't really look at it that well So I got my photo of it taken And look how incredible that is
1: Oh wow, is this your only copy?
0: This is my only copy, so please don't break
1: it Yeah, I'm going to hold it very carefully by the black bit Wow, it actually kind of looks like mountains surrounded by like a sea Yeah Yeah yeah. yeah. So like they, and because
0: my eyes are blue, and I've never realized how blue they were until I saw that photo. So so
1: so, how did you go about this? Like, you put your eye right up on like a scopey thing? Or?
0: Yeah. So you wear these sort of like uh, glasses, and you put your face up again. Like he gave me like a little gel pad for my for my um, chin, and then he puts a like a DSLR camera with a massive light, and takes a couple of photos. And yeah, that's what he got. Um, you should I,
1: definitely scan that to make sure you keep a good digital. Yeah,
0: this, this is incredible. I am actually going to put this online so for other people to does, see. Does
1: your daughter have the same thing?
0: Uh, I don't think she does, no. I don't actually know why I have it. It hasn't affected my eyesight. Um, no problem. People in primary school used to make fun of me saying, you're going to
1: go to prison and go to jail because of
0: that. That's what that means. I'm like, pretty sure it doesn't, but... Yeah, Maybe because as we all know, face pr-
1: primary school uh, children are such great geneticists. Exactly.
0: But yeah, I just genuinely thought that was, I saw that. It was one of, it's one of those things where I didn't even question how much it was going to be. Can you guess how much this was though?
1: Um, I want to say 10
0: bucks. You are going to be wrong if you're thinking it's that cheap. All
1: right. how How, how much is it?
0: Only 38 dollars. $38. Oh,
1: yeah, you know what? That's that's. Yeah, acceptable. I I saw it.
0: I was willing to pay upwards of a hundred. I thought it was going to be a hundred bucks, but it wasn't. So, that is just something absolutely incredible that I wanted to share with you, and I will put this online um, if you guys want to see it. So, yeah, that. That is my eye color, which was it's fucking incredible. Are you looking up heterochromia?
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking it up, and so heterochromia is when you have two completely different colored eyes. So what you have is called uh, oh, so uh, it can be complete, so that's two completely or sectoral. So part of one iris is a different color from its remainder. Fewer than two hundred thousand people in the United States would have it, so it's it's pretty rare, and that's a country of three hundred odd million. I am a rarity. Yes,
0: am I going to be verified now you know like with a little sticker or like oh no, but then someone might put me in a little box. I don't want that.
1: Okay, so it can call it it can indicate hyperplasia of the iris. What's
0: that? You don't tell me I'm going blind. I really don't want to go blind.
1: Uh, so it means it might be like just like in terms of there might be a little bit of a bump there. Oh I think according huh. to but I'm trying to read Wikipedia about medical things which I am I'm not a doctor
0: after two gins. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, one I badly
0: poured gin. And a better portioned one because I because didn't pour Because it was in a
1: can. Yeah. It was pre-made.
0: Well, uh, let's come back to the to the drink. So, blend etiquette, little bit of plum and tonic. What do you reckon?
1: Okay. So, I, I like what they're trying to do here. Uh, I don't think this is the right flavour for me. But, that being said, if I had this... So, I, I don't think this is the right one for me. But having this... I would very much like to try what else they have on offer because this this moment we go, that's different, that's cool, let's see what else different you do. And I'm sure you tried a bunch.
0: I did try a bunch, and the, the floral flavour one that they have is incredible.
1: So why didn't you get that one?
0: Because I was running out of
1: money. Oh. oh.
0: Um, this was cheaper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Well, you know what? I've also bought drinks on that very least yeah. before as well. So...
0: Yeah, what, no. what, are you, what are you going to give this one out of irises?
1: Oh, what a weird, weird thing. You know what? I'm going to give it seven and a half. So the blue portion of that eye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, Three I'm, quarters. I'm going to give this one, a, uh, I'm going to go 8.8. 8.8? Yeah. Yeah.
1: This This is good, but similar to the other gin, I think this is another one and done. Um, like, Yeah, I can enjoy this once. I wouldn't and be like able to a, have lots of them. I can enjoy this once in any particular session, uh, once a day at most, but I don't think I'd have more than... But some of the, the flavour notes, I'm getting a very aniseed-y, licorice aftertaste. Mm. Are you getting that? Yeah. Uh, I'm not... I'm that's the cardamom it in
0: there. Maybe. probably is. But yeah, so that was the Little Bitter Plum and Tonic from Blend Etiquette. And you should go and get yourself a little bit of it. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. SA-owned yes, right. Walk um, coming soon. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. Well, let's move on to our third and final drink and our weekly True or False.
1: Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. Duh, duh, duh. Okay. Cool. Here, we, here we go. Here we go. Let's get it on. So, Jason. You're drinking a water, you're refreshing yourself to ask me some hard questions where the answer is going to be either true or false.
0: Yes. So, another round of true or false. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, um, trying to make this a regular segment, um, slowly
1: getting it together. A, a uh, le- I didn't buy any more scratchies, just so everyone knows. Yeah, we're not doing No a one in my family's had a birthday to give me a scratchy. Yeah, so you know?
0: we're not doing a scratchy this week. So we're still on the true or false, though. Um, five questions, and if he gets them wrong, he gets to have one of the options I have hidden in the cupboard. But if you get them all right, you don't have any of the options.
1: Cool. All right, okay, I get. I know how the game works. You know I, think, the, I think the people know how the game works, so let's play the game. All right,
0: so false, get them wrong, have what's in the cupboard, get them all right, don't have anything in the cupboard at all. And literally, there is a cupboard next to me yes, with all the stuff. With all the stuff of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you are uh, two right out of seventy. I've started a little tally just quickly over there. Um, and next week, on the next episode, you're going to be asking me. Yes, I'm going to give are. you the same list, and I'm going to be honest about it. And I'm not going to look at the answer. I'm literally just going to copy and paste, go down every five, and that's going to be the breakdown. And I'm going to give you your set and me my set. You know, set.
1: What, uh, how about I just find my own set? That makes sense. Like yeah, easier. but then we've got we've already got a list of seventy. Yeah, but we'll run out of that in, like, whatever 70 divided by 5 is, episodes. That's, Uh, like, 20 episodes. No, it's... It's 15 episodes. It's, uh, it's... 14 14 episodes. episodes. (laughs) 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 Oh, my primary school teachers, I hope they're all dead to not have heard that. They're not listening anyway. All
0: right. Question one. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. Prince Harry is taller than Prince William.
1: Can I answer? I don't give a shit. Like, is that a answer? No, it's not. Uh, oh, actually,
0: gonna... oh, we forgot to ask. I have three options in the cupboard today. Oh, do you want option A? Sorry, a, yeah, A, B.
1: Let me fail first and then answer. Okay. All right. Alright, I'm gonna say false and William is the taller. Correct. Oh, cool. Harry is one point eight six and William is one point nine one.
0: Okay, you're one correct. Yep. The star sign Aquarius is represented by a tiger.
1: Nah, it's like a jug of water. Oh
0: I'll give you the no answer. Yeah, so false. It is a water bearer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bearing a jug of water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Flying through these questions. Well done. All right. Meryl Streep has won two Academy Awards
1: now here's the thing there are two ways that this can be false and one way that it can be true it's either false because she hasn't won two actually sorry there's three ways can be false it can be false because maybe she hasn't won any it can be false because maybe she's won one or it can be false because she might have won more than two so really by saying false, I've got like a seventy-five percent chance of being right. However, if she's won exactly two, hmm, did you say Helen Mirren, right?
0: No, I said Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, Helen Mirren, very Meryl different Streep. people.
1: But I, in my head, is okay. Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. Um, was she the one in the Devil Wears Prada?
0: Yes, and she also uh, played Margaret Thatcher.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go false because I think it's more than two.
0: Correct False She's won three Yes She won Best Actress for The Iron Lady Which is the Margaret, Margaret Thatcher, Thatcher one, one In 2012 yep. Best Actress for Sophie's Choice In 1983 And Best Supporting doubt. Actress Was she in doubt?
1: No For Kramer versus Kramer in ah, 1980 Okay Yeah, oh, yeah. Alright Let's have the fourth question I'm on I'm I'm doing well with these You're Doing well Yeah Marrakesh
0: Is the capital Of Morocco
1: it's in Morocco. I'm like 90% sure. Yeah, uh, no, um. I want to say true.
0: False. Ugh. It's Rabat.
1: Oh, fuck Rabat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have one wrong out of five. Yeah. going to beat your all time best of last week. Yep. All right, number five. Yep. Edina Menzel sings Let It Go. 20 times in Let It Go from Frozen, the song.
1: I don't have time, nor the will, nor do I remember how the whole song goes. Uh, Can't get me
0: back anymore. Let it go. Let it go.
2: So, so in each
1: chorus, he sings it at least four times. If there are three choruses, that's at least 12. Here I stand. But this is similar to the one with uh, Meryl Streep. Or the other one. Fuck. The one who I get Meryl Streep confused with. Um, It's either false because it's it's lower than that, or higher than that, or true. So false has a higher chance of being right. So I'm going to say false.
0: You and your maths are doing well. It's false. Yeah. It's 21 times. Oh, one more. Yeah. That's it. So you've got one wrong out of five.
1: I'm pretty happy with that effort. Well
0: done. So you're going to get to add, I'll have to add it later. You're going to add, I'll have to add four more to your tally. Yay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the
1: tally that's not worth cash. No, Yay. it's not worth any okay. cash, but it's fun. Okay. So what am I, what am I? Uh, you get option A, B, or C. What am I mixing it with? You're not
0: mixing it with anything. You're getting it solely on its own.
1: Like a whole bottle or a spoon's worth?
0: I'm not telling you exactly what it Are is. Are you going to be g-
1: drinking it with me?
0: I'm not telling you. I'm not having it with you. Actually, I might have it with you. Um, it is the entire thing on its own.
1: <sighs> I hope I've got the stomach for it.
0: None of it's fish juice, right? You get to have the entire thing on its own. I know you're allergic to fish. All right,
1: cool. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll go B right in the middle. B.
0: Yeah. Are you sure that B? <laughs> is
1: your choice no i'm not sure if it's the right choice but it's what i'm choosing because i don't know what they are all right so b is definitely a choice as far as i'm concerned a b and c are the same because i have no way of telling which one is which so definitely b definitely b because i have because it doesn't matter what it is because i have no 100
0: percent sure it's b one I, last time
1: well are you going to tell me what they are and then i can make an informed choice no well then then it's just going to be b because it makes no difference
0: all right here we go you can have a cherry ripe.
1: Oh, that is that is the
0: surprise this week. <laughs> so that is it. I got a I'm mix up. I can't give you shit stuff all the time. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you could have had Oreos or salted cashews.
1: Oh, I
0: might have an Oreo wafer. Yeah,
1: I'm not the biggest fan of cherry ripe, but it's certainly better than like distilled yak juice.
0: <laughs> That's next week.
1: Where'd you find the yak? In the juice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now I'm in Australia. Right, what's the third drink?
0: So, the third drink we're having is from Ned Kelly Wines. Now they're from Mildura, so not South Australian based. Um, like I said, I just whatever I went up to is what I went up to. Yeah. I tried are. to aim for South Australian. I thought they might be, but it turns out they were mild like from Victoria. Ned Kelly Wines was created by the Calipari family Who are, from the, who are in Mildura They came to Australia in May 1951 um, They worked for a number of families in rural Victoria Before getting their own property in 1954 The families actually still live in Mildura And are still active in the community Spanning hospitality, hairdressing, winemaking, legal services Teaching and performing arts Just to name a few That's a lot of areas Yeah, that's a lot of areas uh, the Ned Kelly drink that we're about to have is called the Ned Kelly Red Spritzer Heavy. Ooh, which is made with a dash of orange and lemon juice. It's all natural, no artificial colors, and has a both sweet and dry taste. And apparently has been their best-selling drink for 20 years.
1: Well, that's uh, that's a good sign. Yeah,
0: so I'll just do it. Open it close to the microphone. Not bad. It, it, it opens. So, here you go. It does have a bit of a fizz to it.
1: Oh, you left your fucking Oreo wrapper in your fucking class. You absolute mong. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: couldn't see it from this angle. I'll just pour out the Oreo juice.
1: <laughs> Back into the glass. Oh, man. Like... I saw it I saw it in the glass and I was thinking like I should let him know I should tell him he's in there and I thought no he already reminded me to remove the can from my glass so he's probably fine he's he's probably aware he knows what he's doing I but was not guess aware what dear listeners he had no fucking clue
0: so I've just got Oreo juice
1: now <laughs> something like that yep
0: well let's give this last drink a taste.
1: Oh, oh, that's tangy. That's interesting.
0: It's different, isn't it? Mm. I actually quite like it. It's um, probably wouldn't be when I, you know what I said to him. I said um, that it tastes a little bit like a fizzy Ribena, and he said, "You know what? That's what most people say."
1: Oh, ah. you're right on the money there. I guess. I. It's a shame we don't have any more tonic or soda water because I actually kind of want to cut this. Like, it's pretty. It is. It is very strong. It is not not necessarily in alcohol content. What is the content, by the way? It is alcoholic, right?
0: <laughs> 8%, so it's 2.1 standard drinks. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. no, It well, is
0: a standard. Like It's he- it, it's heavy, like it yeah, says, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's a spritzer. It's a red wine no,
1: spritzer. I, I actually I kind of want to cut this with like a soda water.
0: I can see why. It, it is it definitely is... strong. It's not something you could chug lots of. Well, Again, it's another one Not drink. if
1: you love yourself, you can't do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know whether mine's tainted because of the Oreo, but...
1: It feels to me like I'm drinking like a really strong, concentrated cordial syrup, but in a good way.
0: It's cr- it's just like that, isn't it? Yeah. It was a very easy sell. He poured it, and I was like, "I'll take a f- I'll take one of them, thanks." So sure, you don't. Want- they do a long neck version too. I'm like, no, just I'll just just do the one bottle for now, thanks. I only need one <laughs> for but podcast yeah, they- purposes. Yes. Now, unfortunately, there wasn't a whole lot of information around, like, their website had. Plenty of information About the family And like The Ned Kelly wine itself But it, it didn't sort of Quite blend Like a lot of the others do About like a A timeline Per se So I don't have a lot of information Like you just go check out The website yourself Um Ned Kelly wines Um But the other way Is it sort of comes up as Um Calipari family wines Okay So go have a look for yourself But yeah I didn't have a whole lot of I didn't quite understand How I was gonna Merge it all together So I just sort of at it as best as I could, so yep. that's the information I've got for you, I'm
1: afraid. Well, it's quite nice. Now, Jason, do you know what day it was yesterday? Thursday. Yes, but what day was it? A rainy day. Oh, yeah, it was. But what day was it?
0: The fifth day of the week.
1: It was Are You Okay Day.
0: It was Are You Okay Day.
1: Yeah. It's the day where people give a shit about depression uh, and companies give their one mandatory shit about Depression Day. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, Are You Okay Day, important day. But you know what day Are You Okay Day is? Every day. Yeah. Exactly. It's every day. It's, 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 not
0: it's every day. I, what I did like hearing this year, I heard on the radio about it being Are You Okay Day. Um, but they didn't just label it as one day, it was they said, it. Are You Okay Day is a reminder to ask every day mm. if a person you know is doing okay.
1: And I guess to also look out for those uh, those signs that something's a little off, a little different.
0: Yeah, something that might be wrong with someone. Well, not necessarily wrong, but, yeah, I suppose different and, or yeah. off.
1: Yeah, well, look, any, anything can be a, a reason for concern and just making sure that, that people are okay.
0: Yeah, it just a conversation can change a life, can't it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure
1: that's their tagline. Something like that Yeah Yeah Ask someone how they're doing How are yeah. you doing? I'm alright How are you? Uh, yeah, I had a bit of a busy week I've got a mm-hmm. pretty busy week next week But, uh, you know doing well I'm just tired I'm tired too Just, just God, Constantly tired It's so hard not having a toddler You know <laughs> <laughs> It's just Every day I wake up And I'm just Crushed by the lack of Responsibility <laughs> Fuck you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, for those out there, ask someone if they're okay, how they're doing. Um, It could be just a five-minute conversation that makes somebody feel better. And that's important to talk about. Yep. And what is important to talk about is this final drink. What are you thinking?
1: God, it is so strong. I'm taking small sips of it like as a scotch, but it's super sweet. I feel that this one is probably, for me, if I was going to get this, I was going. I would be using it in a cocktail or using it with something.
0: Talking of cocktails, you know what I think this would do well as? A frozen drink. Ooh. Like a slushy. Yes, yeah. Like I a would... margarita fl- slushy situation.
1: Perfect for the summertime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although I'm not really going to be here for the summertime.
0: No, you're going to be overseas.
1: Yep. Going to escape these hot, hot days. Can you just let me know
0: how many parcels are coming? Because you said you were going to send me a uh- lot of- I, of, I, yeah, I figured drinks. I'd come
1: across beers and stuff, and just send yeah, them. Send back. some weird shit. I, I'm just going to like open the bottle, pour it into the envelope, and you're gonna get <laughs> this sloshy envelope. It's like it's gonna mm. say what it is on the bag, and just like please pour into a Tupperware.
0: <laughs> it's, gonna, it's not gonna soak soak the envelope. It's gonna become it's gonna come perfectly contained in the yeah, envelope, and yeah. I'm gonna pour it out.
1: Look, I think I, I'm hoping that by the time I go to America. Uh, envelope technology has become a <laughs> liquid <laughs> <language> proof. <laughs> you know um, uh, people used to send their children through the post? Yeah, they did, yeah, because it
0: was cheaper than traveling. It was just you send them through the post.
1: And like in the early days of the internet, there was like a blog where they would just like put a stamp on something and see if it would get to their destination. <laughs> like, I remember, you know, writing writing an address and putting a stamp on a banana and then getting it to their house the next day.
0: That's brilliant.
1: Where would we be if it wasn't for the post office? Uh, Telegraph. I think i was still a postal run service anyway. But you, you know, Pigeons. we we there there are all these companies out there that do deliveries and packages and all kinds of stuff. But I will take Australia Post over them any day. Why's that? I just That's always an found, interesting comment. I've always found them to have better service and better tracking, and just you know, when they say it's going to be there, it's going to be there. Also, if Australia Post, you know, they've got something that they can't leave at your door. It goes to the local post office, not like one of those other companies where it's like, yeah, you can go to our warehouse at the fucking airport and then Uh, you can
0: take it. I do do agree with that, but I do have to, I would have to argue the point of Australia Post being better in some senses, um, just because if they lose an item, tough shit, like even if you have registered post... Like oh sorry we lost the item they don't refund you for it so I've
1: I've I've I guess maybe unfortunate but I've never had that happen neither have
0: I you know thankfully touch wood but I know of customers in places I've worked you know a little old lady had all uh, purchased some items uh, to be delivered to her house for Christmas and they never showed up so she was obviously quite upset and Australia Post told her well we're not refunding you so. You know, we just refunded her a hundred. They probably also get
1: a lot of people sca- trying to do scans of like you know.
0: Yeah, I I get it, but like there should be something I'd be willing to pay, you know, an extra four ninety five, for insurance on my like on a specific like I ordered, you know, uh, my computer screen, like if that came via Australia Post, I'm pretty sure it came by courier. But if it came by Australia Post, I'd be more than willing to pay an extra four ninety five.
1: Well, unfortunately, the previous federal government did cut a lot of funding to the post office, so hopefully they won't be in that position anymore. Mm. Well, you know what position we are in. I'm in the position of having finished my drink.
0: Yeah, and I'm just about to finish my third drink. Mm. What are you
1: thinking? Okay, so this one is an interesting one. I like it, but uh, I want to do something different with it. So I think for me, this one is going to be another seven and a half, uh, a three quarters mark. Because I feel like this is a good mixer I feel like it's too strong um, I get that It's that kind of sweet that gives me that kind of Twingy feeling in my jaw So it's good But I need To do something with it I don't think this is meant to be had straight At least for me
0: I'm going to rate this a solid 8.5 easily Like this 8.5? Yeah, this is quite nice And I, I think I'm rating it that way because I can see it Moving in with other drinks Uh, Being a mixer Being a slushy, And I think that's what drives me And I probably would rate it higher I just need to try it with some other things And again, for those listening new We rate things just on how we feel Right at this particular moment You know, yeah
1: Yeah, look, I think think for me I'm not sure exactly what I would do with it But uh, I feel marketing it as something That you can drink straight out of the bottle Is not the right choice for this but hey you you know what it's their product they can do what they want with it but best seller just, for 20 years similar, similar to the the previous drink uh, I it is enough to make me go what else do they have I'd like to see what else they Yeah, get. you know it's it's enough to spur on that interest in uh, trying new things
0: yeah so favourite overall
1: uh, definitely the uh, the first one even with the overpour yeah <laughs>
0: I actually, in terms of favorite, I'm gonna tie all three.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Even though I rated them differently, rating them just based on how I feel at the time I'm having them and what I feel like they would go with and when I when I would have them. You know, there's a lot of different factors that come into play for me personally. But I think overall, I'm gonna rate them all on par with each other.
1: That they all have. Do you, Do you think you'd have the same opinion if you mixed all three of them in a bucket? <laughs>
0: Probably not, but maybe that's what I should have done for the for the thing today. We, we
1: need an official podcast bucket. Oh, like pour a little bit in the bucket, like a spit bucket. No, we're not spitting in the bucket. No, no, you just pour a little bit in from each drink, mix it around, and see how it tastes. Maybe that can be the uh,
0: the the true or false.
1: <laughs> true or false? I'm gonna make you drink this <laughs> shit from a bucket.
0: True. True or false? Are you gonna throw up after this?
1: I'm going. Yeah, only one way to find out. That first uh, gin from Threefold, uh, for me, is the uh, the bee's knees. Yes, and
0: and shout out to Aiden from Threefold, and I believe it was Lyndon from Blend Etiquette uh, for indulging me and both willing to talk about being on the podcast. So and
1: uh, big up to Ned Kelly for, I guess, being a criminal. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> being Ned Kelly.
0: Yeah. Well, without further ado. I think this is the
1: perfect time to end the episode. What do you reckon? Yeah, this is a uh, a good time. So for drink session I've been Kieran,
0: and I've been Jason.
1: And please recycle your bottles.